0: welcome to winning the moment the podcast that explores the art of living the life you want and becoming the person you want to be your host cody adent is a published author and the mind behind the book winning the moment this isn't just a podcast it's a guide and a roadmap to inspire and empower you to conquer life's challenges embrace your wins learn from your losses And make the most of every single moment in your
1: life. Good morning, and welcome to episode 17 of Winning the Moment. Today, we truly have a special guest. He was just passing through Southern Utah, and I happened to catch him on Instagram, and he was uh, nice enough to come in and sit down with me for an hour. His name is Clint Reagan, and he is an incredible fitness coach with relentless coaching, and I can't wait for him to share his story with him and his buddy, Eddie, and the 60, maybe 90-day journey they're on. This is day 22, and you're going to love to hear what they've been up to. Thank you so much, and enjoy the episode. To finish that story... So then it was like, okay, so now I figured out like this thing works, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I was doing more research and I realized there's an actual thing called the winner effect. Mm-hmm. And that is the chemistry in your brain, when you win, it changes. And so you start to believe in yourself more and yeah. you start to think you're more capable yeah. because of this momentum. So it's yeah. like, okay, now I don't want to overdo it and say like it's all about winning, it's all about being perfect, it's really about progress. Right. And and the thing is everyone defines a win for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're depressed, you can't get out of bed. Yeah. And this morning you got out of bed at 10 o'clock, yeah. then that's a win for you. Yep. Or if you're getting a 44 ounce soda at the gas station every day mm-hmm. and today you get a 20 ounce soda. Right. That's a win. Like, I want everyone to define their own wins for them and not let society define it for them. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people feel like losers because they're losing to what they think they're supposed to do. They're comparing. So then they don't even progress for themselves because – What society's win is is so far from where they are that they just don't do it because they can't see how they could ever get to here. Instead of looking right here, they should just be looking right here. That's incredible. So that's the idea. So that's the premise of the book. So in the book, I don't give any like how-tos or this is what you should do. It's Mm -hmm. really about like here's why you should do this. Mm -hmm. Do it in whatever way you want. Here's some tools that'll help you. So this podcast, Winning the Moment, is about finding successful people, having them share their story. And then book Mm -hmm. two will be Okay, so now you know why it's important to win. Right. Now, here's how these different people won because right. everyone's different. Here's the routines they had. Here's the mentors they had. Here's the books they liked. Here's how they define success. Right, right. And then choose for you what fits. Got it. So, so you, that's the you, premise. You want me to
0: talk about from from the start to where I had limitless coaching, then fell down, brought back up again, yeah. like everything? Yep. I think that'd be great. So okay. we'll
1: we'll start with your backstory. Perfect. Tell that story. I'll pop in with questions when I need them. Awesome. Um, Anything that you specifically want to talk about that you're like, I'm here trying to share this message. Mental health. Mental health.
0: It's going to be one of the biggest
1: things. Okay. Mindset's going to be huge because I had everything, you know,
0: I had, I had a great company. Uh, My fitness was exactly where it needed to be. I was in the best shape of my life and then I lost everything. Oh, I love that. Like just like that. Losing
1: everything—that's that's happened to me a couple of times. Those, those are what make the stories worth reading. Exactly. Uh, okay, so mental health mindset, and then your Instagram is Clint underscore Riggin, mm-hmm. and then anywhere else you want people to be driven to. And then you can do because uh, I'm going to talk about Eddie in this okay. podcast as well. So and what's Eddie his? Gomez ten? So E D Y. Yep. G O M
0: E Z ten.
1: easy G O M E Z ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Website or anything? Uh, Relentless.coach. Okay. Well, I'm ready. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Winning the Moment, wherever you are and however you are listening. Uh, Today is going to be fun because we're on a journey together. I actually don't know my guest today. His name is Clint Riggin, and we just connected on Instagram, and four days later, here we are sitting across the table from each other. This is actually incredible.
0: Honestly, I didn't even know who you were. You sent me a DM. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, you made a comment. Yeah. And you said, I'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah. I was like,
1: this guy doesn't even know me. Like, what? what is this about? Yeah. So what's funny is you had post, no, Trevor, mm-hmm. real business owners, had posted a picture of you on his thing. And I was like, oh, I don't know who that guy is. Let me look at it. Right. And then the day you'd been at the gym with him and Eric Gubler and a couple other people. Yes, and I was yes. like, okay, well, anyone who's with those people is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk to this person. So then I was curious if maybe you had moved to St. George because right. I didn't know who you were. Right. and then I, And then that's when you told me, no, you're just down here visiting. And it's like is there any way I could get you on the podcast? Because I love to interview people in person. Yeah. You can always Zoom someone in or do any of that stuff, but there's, mm-hmm. you can't replace sitting across the table and looking someone in the eye. So yeah. thanks so much for being flexible with your schedule. And I saw you did Eric's podcast yesterday, and then you're going on Real Business Owners today. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. Trevor and Kayla are great. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. So let's talk about, for the audience and for me, let's just hear a little bit about your backstory and yeah, sure. uh, what got you here. Yeah. And so in 2018 is when I got out of the military. I did the, I was in the Navy
0: for eight years. So I, uh, I served in Washington state for two years working on F 18s. And then I worked on helicopters for six years in Hawaii.
1: Where in Hawaii were you? Uh, Oahu. Okay. I used to live in Kauai. Oh, did you really? Uh-huh. Oh, beautiful. You. This is probably a real stretch, but do you know who Sonny Robertson is? No. Okay. He was a helicopter mechanic too. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Uh-huh. In the Navy? Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, no. I think he was in the Army. So I guess you guys oh, want to okay. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I was actually supposed to go to the Army. So we'll we'll get into the story. Okay. So I, when I was in the Navy, I was a helicopter mechanic. Okay. And I wanted to go pilot. But the problem was when I was in there, I had a problem with partying you know my dad had an addictive personality because okay. he was a drug and alcohol uh counselor for 24 years and now an alcoholic for 20 years and he always told me that you have a
1: genetic disposition so wait so was he he was a counselor he was an alcoholic and then, and he then became a counselor, then a counselor so yes. he got through it solved yes. it and then he was like i want to go help people do what right. i did okay yeah. and
0: he always told me i have a genetic disposition for an a, a addictive personality of some sort do you and believe I, that oh 100% yeah. i didn't believe it at first yeah but then once i realized that alcohol wasn't my drug of choice, it was cocaine. Okay. And that's when, you know, things started to go in South. Yeah. So actually I got out of the military with an honorable discharge, thankfully,
1: but. Because you were doing the it, drugs while you were enlisted right. in the Navy.
0: And it wasn't, it was, it was not supposed to happen. No yeah. It did, but I was very blessed. Yeah. But when I got out, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I went and did, worked at a club.
1: Was that your? Was your plan at the time to be like in the Navy for your life until you retired? Yeah, like I, wanted just, I wanted to do twenty years. Okay, so uh, that was your eight plan. years
0: down, I was going to do twelve more, and we were just going to continue on. But then, yeah. you know, life happens. You make the wrong decisions, and then you have to live with them. Wow. So then, from there, I went to California, and I was from Florida. From no, no, from Hawaii. Oh, from Hawaii. Okay, From Hawaii. And then I worked in clubs, which was the wrong place to be. Of course, for me. Yeah, the
1: worst place to be. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get away from drugs i'm surrounded by yeah. exactly and then
0: i got a call from one of my friends he said hey man do you want to do private security for the president and i said from the for the president for the president so trump wow. was doing his rallies at that time uh-huh. so we had colorado security agency that we would go around and we would fly, fly to all of his different rallies and then we would be there for 12 hours we would make sure that the crowd doesn't go crazy and you know interrupt his speech then we go to the next state and i did that for
1: eight months Wow. how Man, I had no idea that you're going to say that you did yeah. security for the president. That's pretty wild. That
0: was that was insane. Yeah.
1: Honestly. So was that when he was actually the president or trying to become the president? Trying husband? to become the president.
0: Okay. Got it. So from there, I was like, okay, this is cool, but this is not what I want to do with my life.
1: Did it pay you well to be in private security?
0: It did, but it, it, I would say it was about $650 a day. Okay. Right. But you were working nonstop. You yeah. had no time to yourself. And then the problem was I was still partying. So I would go and make that money. I would go back and I would party. Spend it. And I
1: would spend it. Yeah, drugs, alcohol. I still didn't know I had a problem. Were you fit at the time? Yeah. Just because you were yeah. just, you could do all the drugs and alcohol, but you'd still hit the gym. So exactly. Fine. Cause you can
0: still do, you can still do everything you want to do, but still hit the gym, but you're still not going to get the gains, but you're not going to lose the gains Sure, per se. Yeah. So when all that happened, I was like, okay, this is great. I met somebody from Oregon. I thought I fell in love with her. She was moving to Florida. I was going to live in Florida with her, moved in with her. That went South. That went completely. Had south. you ever
1: lived in Florida before, or is
0: that what no. take you there?
1: So where'd you grow up at? It's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah.
0: I was there for 14 years. Okay. So then when I went to Florida and then everything went out there, I was actually living on my friend's couch when I was like, you know what, I want to start a fitness company.
1: How old were you when you were living on your friend's couch? I was twenty
0: six. Okay.
1: Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. Because you had nowhere else to go. I
0: had nowhere else to go. I just got kicked And Florida out of wasn't apartment. even where you grew up. So you're exactly. kind of in a strange I know, place. I don't even know what to do. I'm in Orlando. Yeah. I'm I'm lost. I'm like, I just want to, I want to start a fitness company. And my friend was in Apex at that time, the mastermind I was talking okay, about. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, hey man, you should really join this mastermind. I think it's really gonna help you. I had $2,500 to my name. That was, that was the initiation cost. Oh, that's and scary. <laughs> from there, it was like, I was taking risk. Yeah. So I joined and it was the best possible thing I could do. You surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah. When I joined. Apex is nationwide apex is nationwide yeah Yeah. so there's people in all different countries all different states yeah um sure you you know different masterminds and Yeah, yeah 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 so it's like the same thing okay so once i joined that my business started to elevate very fast but the problem was that i had everything else in line from my fitness to my nutrition to looking good but my mindset as you focus on yeah. wasn't there,
1: was it still drugs? No, it's just, you just I hadn't, not solidified your drugs. mind. Okay. And that's, so you'd when, gotten clean. Did apex help you get clean?
0: Yeah. Apex, apex was like, that was like the last time I did drugs was when I moved to Tampa because okay. I was in Orlando. I was still living on that couch and then I found a place in Tampa and then that's when Eddie, who's in the other room yeah. came into my life, which, okay. which we'll talk about. Okay. That was the last night that I did drugs.
1: Wow. What about alcohol?
0: And I, I drink every now and then, but I- i don't. Not really a part of your life. Yeah, it's not a part of my life because it doesn't serve me.
1: No, it doesn't serve anyone. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I didn't like being hungover. <laughs> it's hung so over. interesting like... how it'll get you, you know? Like yes. how you'll be like- End of the day it's like, oh I'll just I'll just have one. I'll, just, I'll have a drink and then right. and then one I always say alcohol math is one is two and two is four. Yes. And so and then before you know it, then you're you the next morning you feel shitty. And if you lose the night, you can never win the morning. Exactly. And you just get yourself yeah. this perpetual because then that night you want to drink again because yep. it's like, Well, today sucked. Yep. And I feel shitty, so it's like that's gonna make me feel better. Exactly. And you just hang over, yeah. you drink more. Exactly. You just get stuck in it. It's so a vicious cycle.
0: It was at that point where I was I was telling myself, you know, it's just I can't keep doing that. Yeah. I can't keep living, especially as an online fitness coach. You cannot yeah, you right. cannot continue to drink and do drugs yeah. and then promote It Wouldn't be good for your brand if people knew
1: you are doing on, having benders in the clubs at night. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> so, everything everything was going great. Limitless yeah. Coaches was was taking off. It was truly amazing and then uh May of 2022 is when everything Shut down. Like I lost a business partner. I stopped talking to my mom. My mindset wasn't where it needed to be. And I just, I can't even tell you what happened. Like it was just,
1: you I, don't even I, I, know. I disappeared. What, what caused the business to go down and stuff? Well, I had a business partner uh-huh. that
0: we went our separate ways. Okay. Just you because see, of some, separated some differences. And then when that happened, it's like everything, it, it was like all on me. Okay. And I think for, for some reason, I felt like I failed and I failed my clients and I just disappeared from social media, from from everyone.
1: So you kind of ran away from it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like this guy who had everything together, gone. Just like
1: that. Wow. So how did you work your way back? Well,
0: that's where Eddie comes in. So I, I mentored Eddie when, you know, he was just starting out. Uh-huh. He was driving Uber. I met him in Tampa. We were at a bar. And I was actually doing investments in real estate at that time, too. Okay. And then he came up to me. and he said, "Hey, my mom wants to do some investments. She's from Spain. She wants to do some in America." But then I decided to focus on limitless coaching. So he wanted to be a fitness coach because he used to play professional NBA. And he oh, was like, wow. and then he got injured. And he said, "I need a purpose. I need something I, I can do." So he started relentless coaching. During that time, he mentored him. I was going up. He was going up. And then when I started to fall, he was still he was still succeeding. Yeah. And he's the one who said, hey, man, I know that you're not doing that good, but we're, I'm, I'm still up here. Let's combine to relentless coaching, bring your clients over, and then we'll, we'll have one company together. Yeah. And then that's what we did.
1: And so how long have you, you guys had that since 2022 then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And where, where's that at now? Oh, it's, it's
0: doing incredible. And it's one of the reasons we're on this road trip Why we're here. Yeah, he's going to
1: ask, what brought you guys to Southern Utah?
0: We did a 60-day road trip. Okay. Because honestly, Tampa wasn't serving us. It was like an anchor. Okay. We felt like, like we needed to get out and it's called the relentless pursuit. the journey okay. to Greatness. That's cool. So we're going around, we're, we're meeting clients, making new relationships yeah. like you. Yeah. And then just being able to dis- discover ourselves again, honestly. And he's on prep thing is he's on prep for a bodybuilding competition right now while we're on the road. Oh, wow. We have wow. a rice cooker and an air fryer. We bring it everywhere we want. <laughs> we'll go to rest stops. We'll, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can't go to a restaurant food. because they're not
1: going to have food exactly. that's clean they're, for him. Yeah. Isn't it sad to think like it's to the point now you almost can't trust any food source no. unless you're doing it yourself. They all have, they
0: all have, you know, GMO or like whatever they pump these things Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's horrible. So trying to stay on track while you're on the road is one thing you want to show people that it's possible. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, it's just excuses otherwise, right? Oh, exactly. I, I like to say excuses are lies you tell yourself because that's all you're doing. Yes. You're rationalizing a behavior that isn't the behavior that you know your core wants. Yes. But then you say, well, I'm on the road, so yes. it's understandable. But exactly. I'm going to eat at Jimmy John's. Exactly. Instead of cook my rice and exactly. air fry some chicken. Yes. Yes. Okay. So where? So you started in Florida. You're here now. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a particular person or a thing that brought you guys to St. George?
0: Well... When we were doing our road trip, we wanted to figure out, okay, who can we go see and who are people that we have connections with? And yeah. Who can we elevate ourselves with? One yeah. of the biggest things we came here is because we have a client here whose oh, name okay. is Mark
1: Gubler. And oh, is that Eric's brother or something? Yes. Oh, how interesting.
0: Mark lost 80, 85 pounds. Wow. We met his brother at the program, uh, I believe it was about a year ago. And that's when he said, my brother, you know, he's in a position
1: where. Hold on. Hold on. The program. I might actually know what this is now. Yes. Nick Alfano. Yeah. And, and Eric went to it and it's like, you do a bunch of mind work yes. and physical work. And yes. it was like in
0: the woods somewhere. Yeah. We get dropped off. We get at a hotel and then they're like, Hey, get in this bus. We're going to drive two hours to somewhere that you have no idea where you are.
1: Oh my God. We're what gonna a, get out of the bus. Crazy you're gonna put thing.
0: on a shirt and then you're going to work out for two hours. We're going to break you down. Then we're going to build you back up.
1: Yeah. I remember Eric talking about it and watching him go to it, like yes. his journey on Instagram. Yes. So is that your guys' thing or that was something you were part of? That was something we were part of. We got, got, we, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: We got invited by Cole Taylor okay. during that time.
1: Wow. What a small world. So
0: when we met Eric, Eddie had a conversation with
1: Eric at that time about his brother. And did Eric know already you guys were going to be there and that you had helped his brother or was that a discovery? No, had- it was discovery. Wow. Honestly, Isn't that I, amazing? I think it was like a
0: divine appointment because- Well, of course. I mean, Eddie, what are the odds? Eddie went through something similar that I did uh-huh. when it comes to depression. Yeah. And then he had somebody that he reached out to and met. It was a psychologist. Yeah. And he said, um, I'm going to help you. He was, he just got out of college. He had no money to his name. And he said, I'm going to help you, but you need to pay it forward one day. And he said that that day he knew that he was going to pay it forward to him. Wow, to his
1: brother! What an amazing story! Yes, yeah.
0: So and and he lost eighty five pounds. He looks absolutely amazing. One of the best things about it was he uh, he couldn't his daughter couldn't hug him.
1: Oh wow! Like, put his
0: hands. Yeah, all right. Because right, right he's around. too big. We saw his daughter yesterday, and we saw it in person. Yeah, he said like. And we saw like daughter hugged him yeah. all the way around. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: How cool is that? Yeah. Cause I saw you were on Eric's podcast yesterday. Yeah.
0: And then also Steve cook is here with his fitness culture. Yeah. Gym, uh-huh. And he's been our idol since, you know, we started lifting. Sure. So we got to meet him. Yeah, I saw that. Him, you met take him take yesterday. It was like, it was, yeah, truly incredible.
1: So the, my, did you, did you ever chance to listen to any of my episodes? No, no. I did not. So the episode that came out this week with yes. Eli, um, he is the barber inside of fitness culture. So, that barber shop that's there. Yeah,
0: we walked in. I, I didn't know it was a barber shop. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
1: So, that is my buddy's barber shop, and his episode just came out on Wednesday. Really? A really interesting. Yeah, a really interesting, brilliant guy. And then um, I made friends with Steve's business partner, Jake. Did you get to meet Jake? Yeah, yeah Jake's, Jake's amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Pound for
0: pound, the strongest guy in Utah.
1: I know. That's what my buddy Spencer tells me. He's like, because he's into CrossFit. My friend Spencer, and he's like, Jake is like a legend. Do you know he ran 36 miles with Trevor? Oh, he did do that. Trevor
0: was like, I'm going to go run 36 miles. And Jake said, I'll go run with you. No training at all. Just, I'm going to go run with you the next day.
1: I believe it's it's more in the mind than anything else. Running is such a mental sport because the the physics of putting one foot for the other easy. Yes. It's just mentally, can you, can you withstand it? So Trevor actually inspired me. So I announced on my 36th birthday Mm -hmm. that on my 37th birthday, which is in April, Mm -hmm. I'm going to run 37 miles because I thought like, what a cool thing, you know? Like to have your kids with you and to have something to work towards and to like right. really strive for it, and so I'm gonna uh my wife's friends have this like school bus they converted to a camper, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna have that like follow me, so then like people can get so instead of getting me a gift, come run a mile with me what and then you can get on and off, and then I'll bring like a videographer, so we'll document the whole thing Cause It's gonna be hard as hell, like going so' gonna awesome. be tough and then my kids can get off like ride their bike for a mile if they want get mm-hmm. back on um. And then while I'm going to try and make the routes to the finish lines at my house. You should run with Trevor. I know. Yeah. I'm, oh, sure, I'm sure Trevor will. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. He loves it. Yeah. That's what, so cool. Yeah. That's a great, what a small world. <laughs> yeah. So really it was Eric that brought you guys out here. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then you got to meet Steve. Yep. And then we got to meet Steve. And then now you're, t- today you're, after this, you're going on the Real Business Owners podcast with Trevor and Cale. Yes, Their podcast is really great. I mean, they've been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. They're they're like, that. Wow, they're an inspiration for me for sure. Yeah. Yeah, That's so no, cool. we're we're
0: really excited. We have we had so many opportunities to present themselves while we're here.
1: And you guys Which went to Zion.
0: Yeah, we went to Zion. What do you think of that? We went to the Narrows. Yeah, so we I saw that. we hiked fifteen miles. So we went uh, seven and a half miles in, seven and a half miles back. We went to the waterfall, which we thought was going to be cascading over the, you know, the mountain, yeah. which was really cascading at about six feet tall, but <laughs> it, was still, it was still incredible. Because if
1: it was cascading from up there, then you couldn't be in it because it'd, be, <laughs> yeah. it'd be flash floods. Yeah. You could die. Yeah, yeah. So is that your first time ever in Zion? First time ever. Is this your first time ever in Utah? Yes. What do you think? Beautiful. It's pretty yeah, nice live here for yeah. sure. Oh, it's an incredible you place. You walk out
0: the door here and I mean it's just mountains everywhere.
1: Yeah, I uh, so I grew up in Wyoming. Okay. Moved here before my sophomore year of high school and so I never really bought into it, mm-hmm. right? Um I was always like this isn't home. Wyoming was home. Yeah. So as soon as I graduated high school I moved to Hawaii. Talked about that. Lived mm-hmm. in Hawaii. Yep. Came back cuz it's so expensive. Yep. Lived here for a bit then I moved to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Love that. But then when my wife and I were like, all right, start a family, let's go home. Yeah. So we came back to St. George again. Really? Then my daughter was six months old. I was like, I can't do it. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't like make a living here. I've got a kid now. I've got to have more opportunity. Right. So started a marketing company in Houston and then we were there for three years. And then when she got pregnant with my son, Cash, I was like, okay, I'll go back. Like, yeah. we can do it. And then I didn't know what I was going to do. I, so I I knew I loved helping people. So I was going to start a financial practice. Mm-hmm. And then I was really fortunate. My buddy who was in hospitality, yep. they needed an office in St. George. He like, why don't you just let me rent one of your offices from you? Right. And I did that. And then we kind of worked together in that capacity. And then he brought me on to be the CFO of his, his hotel. And that was seven, eight years ago now. And I've been in hospitality ever since. Mm-hmm. And getting in hospitality is what made me realize how incredible the state is because we go around all these state activities and and you go to these Utah Office of Tourism Board meetings and they show you all these videos and it was like I told my wife like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. I'd never been any of the parks outside of Zion at that time yeah yeah. because that was just in our backyard you know um and so it really shifted my mindset of like okay this this really is an incredible place to live and to raise a family it's not I can't think of many places better than this
0: yeah I mean you have the outdoors the only thing is the heat but I'm sure you get used to that. Too. And I like the heat it's anyways. It's dry. It's yeah. dry heat.
1: Growing up in in Wyoming in the cold, like the bitter cold, yes. I'll take the heat any day. I'd yeah. much rather be hot than cold. Yeah, so for me, it's... I agree. So are you guys... Is, is Florida going to stay your home base or... So that's the thing too. Like we, we may relocate. Yeah. You
0: know, the thing is like as online fitness coaches being able to travel, we can work from anywhere. Right. And since... Tampa was really an anchor for us. We weren't really moving forward because I'm pretty sure it was our environment, the people we surrounded ourselves with. Sure. We m- were trying to see where that might be.
1: Is there anywhere else you've been on your journey that you thought like, man, this place is amazing?
0: Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Truly incredible. Just a very spiritual place. Yeah. That's where I was mentioning Coach JC. We went there oh, okay. for a, a uh-huh. two-day like VIP mastermind. That's awesome. And it's just in- incredible when you go there it's the people are amazing it's it's like here yeah
1: honestly and how far in your journey of 60 days are you guys what what's today you know we, we might move it to 90 okay honestly but yeah. we're at
0: we're at stop number six
1: okay so we're going
0: to bryce canyon next awesome and then we're going to um let's see then we got vegas then california we're going up to san diego san, diego, san jose oregon washington we're going all the way around
1: and you did you guys drive the whole way yeah Oh, man. Lexus 250. I, see, yeah, I was going to ask a about that. Pack that's like, yeah. packed with stuff. <laughs> that's a long time to be away. Yeah. Man, that's fun, though. It's fun to get across the United States and see it, you know? Like, I've never done it before. Yeah. There's a lot There's a lot to see, and every, every area is so different, you know? Yes. Um, so uh, of all the places you've been, you said you like Tulsa. Was there one that stood out to you as your favorite so far?
0: Um, That's a good question. Or one Dallas is really cool, too. Dallas is a beautiful place. Yeah, Dallas place. is great. As my yeah. mom lives. But we still have a lot to go. I don't live,
1: want to live in California. You know, I was, there, no, for, hell I was no. there for a year. I don't think I, and the taxes are it's crazy. so crazy. Well, so. and and just your car will get broken into. And it's just, it's why <laughs> yeah. you watch those videos in San Francisco. They like leave all their doors open and yes. stuff now.
0: Yes. No, no, no. So honestly, Tulsa and then here so far.
1: Are in the running. Yeah. So tell me about your business. So how does that work?
0: Okay. So Relentless Coaching is an online fitness and nutrition business. Okay. Where we help executives, business owners, athletes. Um, divorced moms. I mean, you name it, we help uh, a
1: multitude of people. Anyone willing to improve their fitness. Exactly. Fitness,
0: okay. nutrition, and then and mindset really too. Because what I learned on my journey and what Eddie learned on this journey, fitness and nutrition is the easy part. Mindset
1: is the hard part. That's funny because I was just going to say, if I had the choice, yes, if I could only work out one thing and have one thing be strong. Yes. For me, it's my mind. Yes. I like would much rather be in a wheelchair with a strong mind than have a strong body and, and not a capacity to think. Right. You know, so- and obviously, you would like to have everything holistically be strong. Mm-hmm. But I think that we overlook the importance of exercising our minds. Yeah. And like I, I'm a big avid reader and I always ask people like, oh, what are your favorite books or what are you reading? And so often it's like, oh, I don't have time to read. Mm. And it's like, well, that's an excuse. Yeah, when I stop reading, I stop learning. Right. I stop progressing absolutely you know it's and and if you don't like to read then then listen to it but like put good content in your ears you know what i mean because there's so much that you need to do to keep your mind healthy Mm -hmm. and like that's the thing that i worry about when i get older is like i don't i don't want my mind to lose its capabilities you know so what kind of things do you guys do to to help with mindset coaching so
0: when it comes to uh, a big quote that we use is limitation begins where vision ends right so a lot of people cannot see where they're going to end up yeah. And like, you know how you say you focus on those five things. Yeah. We focus on five things. Okay. Focus, fitness, uh, family, faith, and your mindset. Okay. Because truly without those, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And what we realize is we were giving people programs and we we're fitness and nutrition, but they were falling off because they had other things in their life that were so important that they weren't talking about. Sure. So when we get on these calls and we actually talk to them, like, how are you doing? Like personally? Yeah. Like there's things in your life that you want to talk about or things that, and then they just open up. So you guys are also like a little bit of a therapist. Yes. Just not licensed <laughs> in, that, in that regard. <laughs> but you, you would, the amount of people that don't want to just work with us because of the fitness part of yeah. it, but just to someone to talk to. Yeah. Because they have nobody to talk to about some of their problems or things they're going through. Well,
1: sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger, right? You're not yes. in their life. You don't you don't know their husband, wife, child, yes. business yes. worker. You know what I mean? Like, you so know. it's easier for them to to just, just to speak open openly up. to yeah. you. You yeah. know, that's funny because I was telling you, Eli was in the, uh, this podcast came out this week and he's a barber mm-hmm. and I said, people it's like your sixty minutes is a bit of a therapy for people, I believe. Oh, for sure, because it's not often. That's what I found doing podcasts for sure. Is it's not often you have a sixty minute conversation with someone without distractions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if we were just buddies at a bar yep. talking, mm-hmm. and my phone beeped, I would just look at it, right? And you wouldn't even be like, "Oh, that's rude." It yeah. would just be such so commonplace right. for me to mid conversation disengage from you and look at my device. You a know? lot of
0: time we're not living in the present. Oh, that's a hundred percent. We're we're always thinking about so. What I learned is depression is you're looking in the past yeah, and then anxiety is you're looking in the future. Absolutely. If we just focus on the present, focus on what we're doing today, you're going to win the day. Just, like, just yep. like you said.
1: Yeah, no, I, I always say that we spend way too much time living in the past and way too much time fretting about the future when the only thing that's real, the only thing that matters is right now. Yes. Because none of else is relevant. Mm-hmm. It's already happened. Can't change it. Hasn't happened yet. Don't worry about it. I'll never forget. I was talking to my sister-in-law when she was in the, in like dating her now husband. She's like, well, I just don't know what it'll be like in six months. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, what are you going to have for dinner in six months? She goes, <laughs> well, I don't know. I said, right, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like you you would yeah. never think about what you're going to eat six months from now because it's irrelevant. Yes. Don't worry about what a relationship is going to be like six months from now because it's irrelevant. Yes. All that matters is <laughs> what your relationship right like right now. Yes. The only thing that, that's the only thing that's real. Exactly. You know, so people get so – it's easier to do that because you can like daydream. Social media makes it easier to do that because then you look at it and then you mm-hmm. get into that comparison problem where you're looking at someone like looking at someone like you and you see like, God, this guy's so fit and I want that but they don't know is – do they really want that? Do they want your journey? You know, because yeah. they may want your Instagram picture, right? But do they want to have to go to the Navy, be discharged, yeah. live on a couch, like because yeah. that it took all of that to make you who you are today. A lot of people don't
0: understand the journey. Like right. I, I look at myself now and I'm like, I am the in the worst shape I've been since. But some people look at me and be like, Dude, you're in the you're in great shape. Yeah. But they don't understand where I was before. Sure. So I have to stop looking at the past. And I need to look at the
1: present and be like, okay, what am I going to do today to focus on me? Well, I think that's the important thing that's worth sharing, too, is like when people listen to a podcast or they see someone like yourself and they think like, oh, he's just got it figured out. They don't know that internally you're like, oh, man, I've got to be better, too. Yes. You know, so it's like no one has it figured out. We're all on this journey and it's ups and downs and there's valleys and there's peaks and you're never like you're never going to climb the mountain and just stay there. Yeah. And there's always another side. Yes. you know, you may be up there for a while, but mm-hmm. at some point something's gonna happen. you got to come back down, you got to go back up and and I think I, I shared this before recording, but the struggles in our life are what make our story worth reading. Mm-hmm. Like if someone made a movie about a person whose life was easy and always went well, right it wouldn't be very compelling. right. You know, you got to have some adversity and mm-hmm. see how they overcome that, to appreciate it. and it and it takes time, you know, to develop that mindset of like, okay, I'm I'm here on the journey. And I think that was one of the things that I, I learned putting my book together is because when I would do things like I ran my a, a one full marathon, I ran a bunch of halves, mm-hmm. but then my dad's like, let's do a full. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And so I, that one I really had to train for. Mm-hmm. Like I could do a half. I didn't have to train, but a full was like, I better run every day, yes. you know? And I did that and I didn't enjoy the actual marathon. I hated it actually, because mm-hmm. my knees started to hurt and it was like, it was a lot. And when it was over, I was so glad it was over because all I was waiting for was that finish line. And I'd never, I failed to appreciate like, man, I've not trained for anything since I was like in high school sports Mm -hmm. to the level that I trained for this. And I should have appreciated the dedication I gave myself and my willingness to show up for myself through all of that. And that should have been what I focused on. But instead I was focused on those two seconds of crossing the the finish finish line. line. And then that was over. It was came and went a second, you know? So then all that six months of Mm buildup for the, and then it never, it never ends up being what you think it's going to be.
0: I think a lot of time we, we look for the finish line, but like you should be happy. You woke up today. Yeah. You should be happy that you have another day to be (laughs) able to give to others.
1: And when you focus on the journey, then you get to enjoy every part of it. Yes. Don't, don't delay your happiness. Yes. You know, I, I say be careful for all be happy when moments. Because mm-hmm. if you say to yourself, like, especially I bet in your world, well, I'll be happy when my body fat's this, or I want to be happy when I can see my abs, or I want to mm-hmm. be happy when I lose 20 pounds. And it's like, well your brain doesn't know the difference between what you think and what is real so if you tell your brain I'll be happy when I lose 20 pounds then what you're saying is I cannot be happy until then so the odds of you making it are slim because you've lost 10 pounds and you're like pissed (laughs) because it's like I can't be happy yet because I'm trying to lose 20 instead of being like this is awesome I'm halfway there and I'm 10 pounds lighter, Yes, you know, but we have already told ourselves. So then we react in a way Mm -hmm. that confirms we've already said, because we as humans want to be right. And so we tell ourselves, oh no, Mm -hmm. can't be happy yet. Mm -mm."
0: I think a lot of times we fixate on that certain goal. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to lose 20
1: pounds, but that 20 pounds is not going to make you happy. No, it won't. And that's the problem is they think it is. Then they get there and they're like, wait a minute. I still hate my wife or I still hate my husband. <laughs> yes. Like I'm not, I don't like my job. Like I thought I was going to be happy. And then that's deflating because then you put your happiness on something outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and realize that all the other parts in your life aren't different. That's and so I'm you saying. feel the exact same way. Yeah. And then it's almost worse yeah. because then you're like, well, screw it. I'm just going to be unhealthy because I got healthy and I'm still not happy.
0: That's when you have to focus on all the other areas. Of your right.
1: Life. I think that's really awesome that you guys do. Do all of that because it's so true that if only one thing is good, yeah. then it doesn't really matter. 100%. You got to have the whole package. So what what do you find is the difference between the people who come in your program and aren't successful versus the ones who are? Like, what have you seen through all the coaching that you've done that separates separates the pack? People that are vulnerable and open and, you know, are accountable.
0: You will have people that join the program yeah. and they'll be like, they'll do the workouts, they'll do the nutrition, and they'll, but then we won't hear from them. We'll contact them and they're just, they're just gone. But the people that are actually like calling us, talking to us on their accountability calls, we know exactly about their life. Yeah. And
1: so what's your, what's your program look like? So is it like you sign up for X amount so, of time? So yeah, six months six and then, months. then we have a year. Okay.
0: So we have, there's three different tiers. So one, you have the fitness, fitness and nutrition. And then the other one, you have the accountability, fitness and nutrition. And then we have the elite package, which is your year program. That's okay. two accountability calls per week, fitness, nutrition, and then, and then you're did.
1: giving them like subscribing them workouts and stuff. Yes. Yeah,
0: so then we have our our own app. Okay. Where you have oh, your workouts, cool. we can track everything through your Apple Watch. We can track your steps, your calories, your heart rate. And you guys get like that dashboard, and we have all that, so data. you know if they're doing it. So or we not. know exactly if you're going to yeah. be on the elliptical for 45 minutes or not, or if you just told us you're going to be on the elliptical. But you didn't burn the amount of calories. You yeah. haven't lost the weight you were supposed to that week. Like
1: we're not we're not yeah. dumb. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't fool us. So what? um, So what is like the cost of like the six month package? So six month is three thousand. Okay, and, and then and the twelve month is ten thousand. And was there three or was there only two?
0: There's three. And, oh, then, okay. and then the first package is two fifty per month. Two fifty. That gives you the access okay. to the app, the fitness, the nutrition, and then you're we're you still have accountability, but you're not yeah. going to be getting on calls with us. You have our weekly Zoom calls. Where like with the group? a group? Group call.
1: Okay. Exactly. And what is, what would you say is your best success story of someone in your program? I,
0: I mean, I would say Eric's brother. Really? Was truly just captivating.
1: And how did he find you?
0: Through, how did, how did Eric? Eric's or Mark, brother. Eric, Mark? Yeah, Mark. How did he find Eric you guys? Eric reached out to Eddie and then Eddie reached, reached out to Mark. Oh, okay. And then he was very, you know, he didn't want to do it at first because he didn't know if he believed in himself. Sure. And- when he said like i want to do this but i want to do it all the way
1: so he did the one year thing
0: and then yeah and then he came through the program and
1: what's crazy too is like when you start you think like oh a year Like i gotta do this for a year but when the year's over it's like that was nothing yes a year goes by so fast and so it's like don't be afraid to start because once you do it'll be over before you know it
0: you know the coolest thing about it though is eric said um he posted his brother, right. With his transformation, uh-huh. he put it like his shirt, you know, he had a different shirt on. It's like yeah. the, the subway commercial with the pants. Yeah. Yeah. He said he had so many people reach out to him and said, I lost, I started losing weight and I started focusing on my health because your brother. That's awesome. He lost that weight because he felt better. He looked better. He was there for his family. He was there for, in, in all areas of your life. It's, yeah. just, it's the confidence that you, you bring out of yourself. Right? Absolutely. It's not about losing weight. It's about changing your generational treat your family yeah
1: absolutely well and just like you were talking about with your dad struggling with addiction mm-hmm. it's the same thing with our kids like if you have fitness and your kids are more likely to be fit yeah and then that means that your grandkids are more likely to be fit the kids like, were
0: asking for oreos before now they want bites of a salad yeah right you know it's a, it's a total switch
1: what an amazing thing that's a, yeah. a really rewarding industry that you're in oh 100 okay so then the first question that i have for you is so uh in the premise of my book, Winning the Moment, I like to ask people, what is the biggest win you've ever had? Yeah. And we talked about how you get to find a win for you. So in whatever way that you decipher a win, what would you say what would you say the biggest win of your life is up to this point? Wow. That's a big question.
0: Um probably
1: probably meeting Eddie.
0: I wouldn't be here without him.
1: Wow. I, uh, I hope Eddie's got the headphones on and he heard that. Yeah. He did.
0: <laughs> I hope he's listening. <laughs> I, uh, a lot of people don't know this two months ago. I mean, I, I tried to take my life. Oh, yeah, wow. I was, uh, I had pills in front of me.
1: Wow. I, just two months ago.
0: Yeah. I, I had pills in front of me. I was like, I, I just don't want to be here. I called the VA and the VA you go and you admit yourself. And I was yeah. under, underground for five days. And it changed my life because I realized how much life I have to live. Yeah. And he's one person that no matter what, he'll never let you, let you know. He'll wow. Never. What a great friend to money.
1: have. Yeah. What, what do you think got you to that place?
0: The fact that I failed myself in the business that I had before. And I was ashamed of the person that I became. Wow. Because I just felt like I just, I was this amazing coach and I did all these great things. and I looked amazing. And then I was nothing. And I felt like everybody was going to see me as nothing.
1: Yeah. Isn't that interesting?
0: But then I realized that I'm something like I yeah. have, I have a lot to give. Of course. Regardless of how I look at my body at that point, yeah. I could still get back there. Yeah. But I had to tell myself that I had to believe in myself.
1: So what was your takeaway now that you had that moment? You got through that. What was like, what was the thing that you would share to someone else? If, if someone else feels that way, what's the message that you'd have for them? You need to just take the next step.
0: Like you said, those wins, Yeah, I was so focused on like where I'm going to be in the next year, not focusing on what am I going to do today? Sure. I need to just get out of bed. I need to brush my teeth. I need to take a shower. I need to go for a walk. I don't care if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, get some sunlight, start to eat healthy, start to take those next steps and just win the day. Because if you don't win the day, you're not going to win the week, the month, yeah. the year.
1: Well, and I think it's interesting too, because so when my book was done, we're in the last chapter, I'm working with my, my ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, how do we wrap it up? And I was like, shit, man. I was like, I really don't know because the, like, the only answer I have kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, what is it? I said, well, they just have to start. Yeah. And that kind of sucks because they want it to be like this complicated arithmetic that I have solved. Yes. So it's like, oh, okay, great. Like, Cody solved this very difficult, complex code, and now we can do it because he solved it for us. Because it's easier to allow yourself to not be who you want to be if there's some very difficult obstacle stopping you. Mm -hmm. But if the obstacle is only starting, then where do you have to hide? Yes. Right? And so that's really what it comes down to is is just start. Just like you said, it might just be as simple as – Waking making up, wake making your bed, yeah. taking a shower, brush your teeth, going for a walk. Yeah. Like everyone's everyone's start's gonna look different. Right. But the most important thing is that you just do start. And I think what's commendable for you is that being the space that you're in, mm-hmm. there's probably a lot of pressure to be quote unquote perfect. Oh. oh yes. Right? Because you're selling like I have figured it out. Look at me mm-hmm. and you can look like this yeah. and be like me if you do this. Yeah. And so to be vulnerable and to share mm-hmm. that those struggles and in in a way, I think it almost actually works in your favor because then it's more believable. Like, okay, good. You know, Clint's human. Yes. Like he struggles too, because they know in that year journey that they're on, there's going to be times that they probably hate it, Yeah, but they know they can get through it because it's not like you're this perfect specimen and you're, this 1% that you're just built different. Right. You're a human just like the rest of us, you know? That was probably the scariest thing too, like sharing that story. Oh, I'd imagine. Because that's like, it could be detrimental to your business. Yeah. Right? But, to, to allow people to understand like, I don't have it all figured out because no one does. Yeah. But, but what I
0: found out was people start more so people started to come. I believe it. When you share that story, yeah. you, you know, you're human. Yeah. You know, you go through things. These same people are going through the same thing, but you already battled it. You came through it. Yeah. Now you can help those people. Absolutely.
1: Come. That's great um what a, what a, what an interesting answer because we asked what the biggest win was it, and now i'm going to ask you what was your biggest loss and i don't know if it's going to be similar to that or not but what would you say your biggest loss is up to this point oh life?
0: um definitely my dad my dad passed away seven and a half years ago okay um he was my rock you know, really he close that, he was that he was the person i could call i could talk to my problems whatever it might be like he never judged me the thing i would realize like he's still here with me right now you know he's still looking at me he's proud of me yeah regardless of the setbacks that i have you know something i always told myself was every time you take a step back or a setback don't take a step back get ready for the comeback sure because you're always gonna get to that next step yeah but he uh i don't know something about a father figure yeah that always you know you feel like he's he's there with you.
1: of course, so. I don't know, my, my dad's still alive and I haven't had any like really close people to me that have passed, away. Yeah. I mean, my grandparents and stuff, but it was mm-hmm. like, in my mind, it was their time. And so, yeah. and I wasn't close to them anymore at that point in my life. So I don't really know the struggle of that loss, but I imagine, I mean, I couldn't imagine what it'd be like to, to go through that. And mm-hmm. I think it's great that you can understand he's still here with you. And yeah. so you said that was seven years ago, was that the time that you stopped talking to your mom or what was?
0: No, that was actually, that was actually about it. Uh, when I lost the business. That, that was the same time. That's when I went to the program. That's what I was just trying to get my life back to. Yeah. Okay. That's when the business partner went. That's when I stopped talking to my mom. And, you know, during this trip, like I talked to my mom, I apologize. I was just going to gonna ask, had you talked to her? Since? Yeah. I talked to her. She's like, Clint, I'll always love you. Understand that you were going through something.
1: It had, right? had to be hard for her. Cause she lost two men in her life then. Right. Cause she yes. lost yeah, your dad yeah. and then also yeah. lost you. Yeah. Can you share why you didn't talk to her?
0: Um, it was politics. Oh no, I shit. was so into my business at that time. Yeah, like, I was just, just growing. And my, yeah. I would call my mom and say, I love you. I just want to talk to you. She's like, Clint, did you know that there's uh these new health beds that they're coming out with? And like, there's, they're making, um, oh my God, uh, like storms with these, like just all these different things, conspiracy stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, mom, I just, I can't listen to this stuff. I'm sorry. I just can't, yeah. I can't be a part of this. And then yeah. it came to a point where I just didn't talk to her for a long time.
1: So it's not even like you ever planned on not, it just kind of organically happened because exactly. you just stopped and then it just never started. And then again. I look
0: back, I said, mom, I'm so sorry. Like I, 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 you're my mom. Like I need you in my life. Yeah. And she said, don't worry, son. I understand you just needed to figure some things out.
1: Is uh is your mom in Pennsylvania?
0: Yeah, I'm going to Syria.
1: Oh, good for you. Yeah. I saw I saw a quote the other day that said, uh, just remember it's your parents' first time living too. And I was like, damn, that's good. Because sometimes yeah. we think like they're our parents. Yeah. It's like, you guys should know better. What's wrong with you? Yeah, And we've f- failed to realize they're also experiencing life for the first time. Exactly. Right? So they, yeah. they're just trying to figure it out the same way that we are. <laughs> yeah. But because they're our parents, we think like that they should know it. Right. But they're they're just, they're just on their own journey just like us. Yeah. Um, okay. So then uh, have you had a mentor that helped you? Obviously, you talked about Apex. But was there one particular mentor that you had that really like made a difference in your life?
0: Um You know, one person was Sam KS, which was like, was my other business partner in, in limitless coaching. Um, and he just taught me to just, no matter what, just keep going. Like every day you're going to fail, but you need to execute and you're fail. And then you're going to succeed because he's ran multiple businesses. He's done a lot of things. He's in Australia. He runs a massive marketing company now. And for me, it's like, I didn't believe in myself at that time. Yeah. Limitless stood for infinite possibilities come to those who believe, and I had somebody believe in me when I didn't have that belief in myself. So what right. I, I wanted to show people the same thing Yeah. with the coaching.
1: That's great. So yeah, he's- Having a mentor is so important, you know, because oh, like you said, he's already done it. Yes. And so they help you when you get to those roadblocks or you get stuck. And so I always say like to the listeners, if you don't have one, find one, mm-hmm. right? Like if there's something you want to do, just find someone who's done that thing. Yes. Just like you wanted to meet Steve, right? Yes. Find that person who already had success- and just pick their brain. Mm-hmm. Or if you can't physically find it in an individual in real life, find a, a person who wrote a book about the thing. Right. You know, Because it's the same thing. Reading right. someone's biography is the same as sitting down and having a four-hour conversation with them. So mm-hmm. it's like dive into that yeah. and take all of their words of wisdom. Uh, so the next question is, I usually will ask about winning the moment, but I just gave you the book so you haven't had a chance to read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is your favorite book and why? And like, what's your biggest takeaway from it?
0: Um, I'm reading right now um, The Leadership... 2.0 by John C. Maxwell.
1: Okay. John and, C. Maxwell's awesome. Oh,
0: he's incredible. Such a good writer. And it's just something about how he talks about leadership and how you're supposed to be the person in somebody's life that not only, I guess you can say leads from the front, but you have to understand people at the same time. Yeah. Right. So you have to be able to read the room. And Ed Mylett says that. Yeah. Amazing too. Cause he can right. walk into a room. He can read the room. He knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. Have you seen his speeches? Oh before? yeah. Ed's like, awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. great. So, that's that's one book that's truly amazing, and then also the book that was sitting, The Alchemist. Right on the, yes, yeah,
1: The Alchemist is a great book. Whew. That's my Hard favorite of book of all time. That's is what, get yeah, that's what got me. In fact, I even remember I was going to uh, the Dominican Republic. And it was one of the books I bought for vacation mm-hmm. and I bought it because Will Smith had said like in a YouTube video, yeah. he talked about it. And I thought, huh, I like what Will Smith says. I'm going to go read that book. Yeah. And I finished it on the flight like that day. And I'd never, I'm not a fast reader. Wow. And, and ever since then, it was like, it completely changed my mindset. It's definitely one of the foundational books in my life. And, and really there's a lot of, a lot of that intertwined in my book. Because I can't I'm wait just to read it. Such a big believer in it. it's Um. Okay. So then I'm really curious being in fitness. Yeah. What is your routine like? What's your normal routine in a day?
0: So for, for us on the road right now, so you just talked about mindset, right? Yeah. So we always have to focus on everything we do in the morning. So yeah. t- this morning we got up at 5. AM. We made sure that I mean I drank a eight ounces of water, eight to 16 ounces of water. Okay. Hydrate the body. I started to journal. And I then, saw that.
1: Cause I saw you at the sunrise this yes, morning and then you had yeah. like your leadership book. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. In that's your it, That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So
0: I journal in the morning and then I read, make sure I get the mind right. Yeah. And then uh, after this, we'll go do the podcast and then we'll go work out. And then from there, um, it's just making sure that we get our workout in, make sure we get our cardio in, make sure we get our mental. Are those two
1: in. different things for you guys is like your workout weightlifting and then cardio and is a cardio thing.
0: Yes. If, if we have cardio that day, yeah. I, I'm, I'm following his prep. So whatever he's doing for his prep, where's his I competition know, at it's in uh, Houston,
1: Houston. Okay. Yeah.
0: So the, it's just crazy that I competed in the same competition two years ago. Oh wow. And he's stepping on stage now. He was facing. The dark times. Yeah. And I was now getting out of the dark times. Interesting. So just the roles reversed. Yeah. So it's incredible to see. He's going to step on stage and win 100%.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. When is that? Uh, October 20th. Cool. That's great. I'm excited for him. I want to see how he does. Oh, he's going to kill it. Okay. So then you really, you focus on your morning. So yep. your morning, you get that, you get all those things that are important to you done. So that way you can have a successful day. Is there anything else once that part's done? Or then do you just let the day happen as it does?
0: And then honestly, the days, the day will happen. We have everything scheduled out. And then before we go to bed, one of the biggest thing, oh, I'm, I forgot prayer. prayers one, okay. one of the biggest morning. things. Morning? Yes. We have okay. a leadership book that has verses and Psalms okay. that we read every single day.
1: So was religion always a part of your life or was that like a newfound thing for you?
0: 21 days ago, it was, 21 out, of my, days it ago. was out of my life. Because we're on day 20, actually we're on day 22 right now.
1: And you just started that on this I journey. was, uh,
0: before the Navy, you know, I went to Bible study. I, went to, I was church. I was a okay. Christian. I just lost it. When I went to business, I stopped worrying about God and I stopped worrying about faith completely because I thought, you know, everything was just great. Yeah. But then I had to realize, like, you don't have God in your life. You don't have anything. I had to know he was in my life, but I wasn't, I wasn't. You weren't aware. Him. Yeah, you weren't I wasn't aware of, of him. But. Yeah.
1: Wow. So it's only been just. Three weeks for you. Oh, they re- and things have changed so
0: much. Like, just it's when
1: just... you're in a spiritual place, too. I mean, southern Utah and Zion, there's a lot of energy, and yes, it's a pretty magical place. Yes, it's been truly incredible. So wow, that's, that's something massive. Okay, so that's so interesting because so I've got my 10 bracelets, right? Mm-hmm. Winning the day, five are in the morning, always. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's like my first five wins are before I even go to work, which is awesome because then that propels me with momentum right. going into my day. Right. And usually the last four are about at nighttime. Because it's, it's really, I found, it's the bookends of my day that determine if I'm successful. Mm-hmm. It's really a lot less important in the middle of the day. Plus, I generally make good decisions in the middle of the day. Yeah. I make a bad decision about 9 o'clock. That's when my willpower is gone and it's like, mm, you know. But if I can, I'll usually have about 3 or 4 left at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, well, I could then just go read 10 pages or whatever, a chapter, whatever you're doing. I could uh, meditate. I could journal and I can be in bed by 10 and boom. Now I've won the day. And then by doing that, it allows me to then again, win the morning. Cause if I don't do that Mm -hmm. and I instead have a whiskey, then I'm going to stay up for like two or three more hours because I'm having fun watching Netflix. And then that makes it impossible for me to win that next morning because I'm not going to want to get up because I've already like predetermined the night before. Like I don't really care. Exactly. I already failed to show up for myself. Another thing know?
0: people do is they just scroll on their phones all night long you oh, know, before yeah. they go to bed. Right. It's the worst thing you can yeah, do. Yeah.
1: I try to not have my phone on before. That's why I try and read at nighttime too. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, then I don't have that that light in my face. Because you, you want know? to shut down
0: your mind too. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. Obviously you shouldn't eat before you go to bed either. Yeah. You know, we That's never, the other
1: problem if I drink. Yes. Then I have to eat. Yeah. So then I'm always eating. At it's going like to be junk food. It's 10 not to be PM. good food. Oh, never. Well, l- luckily, my wife doesn't buy snacks, but <laughs> I call, I'll still mess it up. You know, I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't have the willpower for it, you know? So yeah. it's like if there was a bag of cookies in the house, like, are
0: you on your health journey now too, or like, are you? I mean,
1: your- I am doing the best that I can, okay. but I a lot of it is just creating a way for me to be successful by not having that stuff. Yeah, you know, I just try and eat the best that I can. I really am interested in the carnivore diet. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to ask about nutrition. That I'm glad you asked that question because yeah. I'm curious what you guys believe because I think there's so many different ways to be healthy. Oh, for sure. Right, like there's vegan people are really healthy. I, I know carnivore people who are unbelievably healthy, and right. then I know people who just make the best decisions they can or really healthy. So I'm curious, like, what do you believe the optimal nutrition plan is? So during our discovery call, we'll
0: find out everything about what they've been doing currently. Okay. And then where the goals, what the goals are and where they're going to be, you know, moving forward. Sure. So everybody has something different. So if you want to do the carnivore diet, that's perfectly fine. You want to do a vegan diet. So you you don't, you think it's okay. As long as you are getting the right amount of calories and the right amount of macros and it's fit for your body. Not everybody can have 500 grams of carbs, you know, Eddie can sure. eat 500 grams of carbs right now. Cause he's 6% body fat. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that because then I would just blow up. Yeah. So everybody's body is different. Sure. You want to lose weight. Do you want to gain muscle? Do you want to be athletic? Are you training for a marathon? You know, what, what does that look like for you?
1: That's awesome. So you really customize it to the individual 100%. That's great. I love that. Yeah. So I want to try the carnivore diet. I'm really excited about it. Um, okay. So then this is the most important question of the day, Okay. but how do you define success?
0: Honestly, I think it comes to a point where we just want to impact as many people
1: as we can. So the impact that you the that you make is, on other people. The goal
0: is five hundred thousand people
1: by the time you know, we die,
0: and then that's your we, goal. If we get to that point, you know, we, impact well, half we a, million a million people, and then we do two million. You know, what's so
1: interesting too is if you do impact half a million people, mm-hmm. then you know that definitively, yeah. each one of those people is going to impact at least at, at least one person, yes. probably seven. Yes. Right. So then it's like that multiple adds up pretty quick. So you could be a hell of a lot closer than you think yeah. when you when you factor in the multiple. Yeah. Just like Eric said with his brother Mark, yeah. how many people Mark's journey impacted. Right. That was really through your guys' efforts. You know? Yeah. Now you're not ever going to get to realize that or even necessarily know what happened. Right. But definitively that success message is being passed out to other people. Exactly. Which is and pretty that's cool. and
0: that's and that's truly what we want to do. When you change, you change other people.
1: It's really fun to get everyone's different definition of success because they're so wildly different, Mm -hmm. which is funny because if I, so I talk in college classrooms and if you go into the college classroom, usually at that time, it is exactly what you'd expect it to be. Well, I want to be rich or Mm -hmm. something like that and something internal. But so many people have shared this message of answering my question for me Mm -hmm. has been about like, what they do for other people like one was the legacy he leaves one was making other people proud of you yours is the impact and so it's really interesting as you progress and you see like how much more you're capable of Mm -hmm. when you've got the amount then you've got the luxury of having introspection in your life
0: i think it's because i mean i i mean i was at a point where i was making a hundred thousand dollars a month you know everything was great but that money meant nothing to me wow because i was still impacting people but I wasn't where I wanted to be in my life. Yeah. So as we give, we receive.
1: Well, and I think, I think money is mm-hmm. it can be kind of like weight loss yep. where someone's like, oh, I want to be fit. I want to look like, like Clint mm-hmm. or I want to have money like Clint, yeah. but they don't know what it takes to have either of those things. Right. And if they did, they may not want it. Yeah. And also just like you might lose 20 pounds and think you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You may make the money you wanted to make and still not be happy. And it's the exact same impact right because if you put all of your happiness on like well if i can make x amount of dollars per year Mm -hmm. and then you get there and you look around and you're still not happy then it's like oh shit what do i do now (laughs) you know (laughs) at some point you're gonna have to figure out what you really want and work on you and that's why in the book it talks about the very i'll I'll share the story of i was in a college classroom and kid raises his hand he goes um how do you become successful and i said well That's an irrelevant question for me to answer because how I define success, how you define success could be completely different. So what do you want for yourself? And then let's talk about how we can get there because that's really what success is. Getting the place that you want to get to because you want to get there. Not because your parents want you to or your girlfriend's parents want you to like Mm -hmm. because you want to do it. And if you're doing the thing you want to do, then I think that's what being successful is.
0: I'm sure that's like one of the first questions you, you have with people. Yeah. Is like, yeah. what does success look like to you? Well, because
1: what it doesn't matter otherwise. Yeah. What are we even talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really, and, and really you can also replace success with almost like the word happiness, mm-hmm. like, or fulfillment. What's going to make you feel fulfilled every day? It's a heck that. of a lot easier to wake up every day when you're doing something you want to do. Yes. And I mean. life's too short to wake up and do something you don't want to do.
0: There's so many people
1: that are doing that right now. Most of the world does that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you don't have to. Yeah. And it and it goes back to just starting. Which which sucks because that's not the advice they (laughs) want to hear. No. Okay. So uh, anything that you want to leave the audience with or any message that you have for them or or the best ways for them to connect with you? Um, One thing is like anything you go through in
0: life, understand that it happens for you, not to you. Absolutely. Everyone has their seasons. This is your winning season. You're going to get through this. And if you have a story to tell tell it because somebody needs to hear it absolutely i was scared to tell my story i was scared to be like i was you know where i was and then i went back down but you can always come back up yeah so tell your story absolutely um and then you can find me on instagram clint uh, underscore riggin. and then you can find eddie at eddie gomez 10
1: Okay. So what I'll do is I'll put um, both of your guys' Instagram handles in the show notes, and then I'll also put relentless.coach. That's the website to go sign up for your guys' program, right? Okay. Well, hey, Clint, thank you so much for being here. It was a a blast, man. What a a great experience.
0: Oh, incredible.